I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. For the headline today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is going to visit Taiwan despite increasing threats from China. Let's go beyond the headline, look at what it is, what it means, and what comes next? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as we've been covering throughout the day today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will make a visit to Taiwan on her trip through Asia this week. And China continues to ratchet up the saber rattling. And the question then is, what is Taiwan doing to prepare for the speaker's visit? What's the feeling about the trip in Washington, D.C., in Congress and at the White House? Helping us break all of that down, uh, Cami Mondo is a breaking news reporter for the Washington Examiner. She joins us on the line. Cami, thanks for jumping on with us today. Yeah, absolutely. So as we look at uh, how this all begins, uh, give us a sense. First of all, let's start with uh, with Taiwan and its preparation uh, for the speaker making a visit. I know they like to play things very low key as to, to not rattle their uh, <laughs> their neighbor mm-hmm. in China. But uh, what are they actually doing on the ground? What do we expect to see? Absolutely. So there were some reports from local Taiwan outlets this morning that the Taiwan's military is actually canceling the leave of some of its officers and soldiers, presumably to prepare for any military action that China might ensue. Um, like you said, it is kind of more quiet. Um, it is kind of just making sure that soldiers will be there um, in case anything happens. So uh, Speaker Pelosi obviously has been uh, connected with Taiwan for a very long time. I, I just uh, I disagree with her on a host of different things, and uh, today is not that day. I think this is a trip she should take. Uh, this is not a political stunt move. She has been invested in visiting Taiwan mm-hmm. uh, all the way back into 97. Uh, she went with Speaker Newt Gingrich. Uh, what What is the history there and why that connection uh, to Taiwan? Right. Pelosi really has been um, kind of a long-standing speaker against human rights abuses um, in China specifically, especially toward Taiwan. Um, and as you know, China kind of, even though Taiwan says it's a self-governed nation, China, of course, believes that it is in control. And so Pelosi has been a long opponent of that. And kind of what you were saying, a lot of people on Capitol Hill, both Republicans and Democrats, have the same kind of mindset that even if they're a bit wary of her going to Taiwan or even those who are championing her as she decides to, um, it's kind of like a statement that 
some lawmakers are chanting her for that she isn't bending to the influence from China in this trip. And so it is kind of interesting to see that there isn't really a partisan divide on it. It is just that some people who, as you said, disagree with her may be on different um, political standpoints. This is something that is getting bipartisan support. Yeah, which is, uh, I think, an important thing for an important ally in an important region uh, of the world. How is the Defense Department uh, taking all of this, and uh, what preparation, if any, do we know they're they're doing as a response? Right, and so a lot of officials in the Defense Department, they haven't technically um, like confirmed that Pelosi is going to Taiwan, but in recent weeks they have warned against it. Um, just because of potential backlash from China. But as reports have come out um, this morning that she will be making a trip there, I believe they said on Tuesday, um, the Defense Department has said that they will be working around the clock just to ensure that um, she is safe and that nothing will happen. Because as you know, Pelosi is a high-ranking official. She's the highest-ranking U.S. official to go to Taiwan in about 25 years. So obviously they want to ensure that even if they don't necessarily endorse the trip, um, that she is safe while she goes there. All right. And then uh, from China's perspective, uh, to me, the the interesting thing to see how this navigates, obviously, President Xi has uh, been ratcheting up the the rhetoric uh, in doing that. And with the speaker now committing to go to Taiwan, uh, is is there going to have to be something uh, in order for President Xi to be able to save face, so to speak, uh, in the in the face of his uh, his own rhetoric? Right, and it is like people have been going back and forth on whether he actually will try something. Some people say that all this rhetoric is just to make sure to like to upstand China's military strength, but other experts say that it's unlikely he will actually do anything just because. You know, they don't want to, um, with the economic strength being the way it is, they don't want to have any economic scares. And so it is probably these um, warnings that there will be consequences and that there will be military action. Um, like some Chinese media figures earlier this morning said that they, um, quote, wouldn't stand idly by if Pelosi went to Taiwan. And so a lot of people think that even though that is a bit concerning, others say that because of the economic um situation as of right now that China may not actually do anything, but I think it is just to save face. You know, obviously it doesn't want to make it seem like China or the U.S. Um, are bending to either one of each other. Yeah. And dig into us just uh, for a little bit on the uh, on the economics of all of this. Uh, obviously, what's going on in terms of trade, global economy, inflation, supply chain, all of that. What is the right uh, navigational path for China? And then how does that uh, impact what we look at here in the U.S.? Right. And so I can't really speak too much to economics between the two, but I do know that, you know, China and the U.S. are both economic powers. They do rely on each other. And so I think even as both countries want to seem stronger than the other militarily, they do depend on each other in this very important way. You know, the economy globally could crash in either way if one of the two countries tried to end something. And so I think it really is just It's a high stakes trip, I think, you know, with Pelosi being so high profile um, and she obviously is like third in line of the presidential succession. So just send a message that she is out there. Um, It is interesting, too, that, you know, it's not like she's going on behalf of the U.S. government, considering that so many officials in the Biden administration have warned against it. So it is like kind of a mixed message of her going out there. Um, 
So I guess we can see what happens there. <laughs> yeah. Anything else that you're watching for? Any of the nuances that uh, you're trying to keep your eye on as this uh, folds? We know she's uh, begun this trip. Uh, she started in Singapore, and we'll see how that advances. But are there any things kind of off the radar or things we don't seem to be talking about that you've got your eye on as this trip unfolds? Right, and so particularly as she lands in Taiwan tomorrow, um, it'll be interesting to see what she accomplishes, who she talks to, because Taiwan was not on her official itinerary that she sent out over the weekend. And so, it, you know, with the rest of the trip, it's her congressional delegation, and she'll be focusing on, like, economic and security partnerships overseas. But with Taiwan, it's really not sure what exactly she's trying to accomplish. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see what she talks about, who she talks with, um, and that kind of thing for sure. All right. Cami Mondo is breaking news reporter for the Washington Examiner. Great insight. An important trip. High stakes to be sure. As Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, heads to Taiwan next uh, on her tour of Asia. Cami, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. So obviously a very high stakes uh, trip for Speaker Pelosi. I 100% support the trip. I think it's an important message to be sent there. I think it's important that we do not bend or allow China to dictate our foreign policy, especially in this case, because the policy has not changed. Uh, so this is not something new. This is not a uh, divergence from what the U.S. has done in the past as it relates to Taiwan. And this is not someone from the administration or the executive branch. Also not a departure from previous trips. Uh, this is also a place where Speaker Pelosi has long history, uh, not just a grandstand political move. This is strategic. This is important. And I think the message that it sends not only to China, but also to our allies in the region. One of the things that Cami brought up that I thought was so important uh, is this idea of the Philippines. Some of these countries who have been kind of on the fence, they need to know that the U.S. is a trusted partner and that we will show up, that we will stand strong uh, regardless of what China does. And that, that might be the most important message of this whole trip. It may have little to do with China and little to do with Taiwan. It might be an opportunity to bolster trust in the United States in that region of the country. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.